This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. Get more info at JustWirelessAZ.com. Let's get right to it. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. Welcome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Jeff Orbitz here. Happy to be here with you today. Carrie Lake, in just a minute, uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover, including this election for the uh, new GOP chairmanship that happened this past weekend. I got Rob Wilson coming in. He's a 20-year Navy veteran. He's the owner of uh, Timberline Firearms and Training. Got to talk about what's going on in, in Jordan, in the Middle East, broader war possibly going on there. Uh, Rob will break that down for us. Uh, before I do that, remember my good friends at the Blind Brothers. They get you new blind shutters and shades. They did a great job for me and Angela last year. This is the place you got to go to. Great Arizona company. Get more info at theblindbrothers.com. Give them a call at 928-634-2423, 928-634-2423. And mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. Don't forget about that because you get half off the installation. All right, let's welcome to the program candidate for U.S. Senate here in Arizona. And uh, happy to have Carrie Lake back on the program. Carrie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's good to be with you and, and the folks up in the uh, high country and Prescott and Flagstaff and um, one, of my, one of the most beautiful parts of the country for sure. Absolutely. And they say a pineapple express is coming. Maybe. Maybe we're going to have Snowmageddon 24. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see this weekend. Coming Whatever up. happens, the media will blow it out of proportion, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, they do it all the time. Uh, yeah, right. Well, so let's uh, let me get your take first on the, the biggest news that happened last night, which is, of course, the attack that happened in Jordan. Three U.S. servicemen dead, um, many dozens injured, including uh, folks right here from, you know, v- serving our country and serving right here in Arizona. Um, a broader war developing uh, attack uh, talk, talk of attacks possibly on Iran now for maybe your your future colleagues in the Senate. Uh, where would you be right now if you're sitting there in there in, in the Senate, Carrie? Well, I first want to send my condolences to the families of, of the uh, service members who were killed in the line of duty. This is just un, in, un, it's terrible what's happening. And, yeah. and what's horrible about it, Jeff, is that we were in such a stable position just a few short years ago. We don't have to be in this position. And this is what truly bad governance, bad foreign policy will do. It will destabilize the entire globe. And so I wish that the folks back in Washington, D.C. had been on Joe Biden all along as he was making these just disastrous policies from Afghanistan to uh, throwing money once again at Iran rather than starving Iran from all that money so that they wouldn't be able to fund terrorism. You know, all of these missteps um, from Joe Biden and his administration have led us right into this scenario for what looks like World War III, and it doesn't have to be this way. I know that um, this is one of the reasons as a mother that I've been so supportive of President Trump. He was all about ending these endless wars bringing our troops home and about really strength, um, peace through strength, as they say, Mm -hmm. President Trump showed strength. And so we need to have a strong leader in our country. Joe Biden is not that man. That's why I'm um, so in in the side of President Trump. And I I know that the Senate, I, I pray, will do the right thing, that they will really analyze what's happening before we we do anything else to make any more decisions that could exacerbate or worsen the situation. Yeah, what I didn't like, Carrie, is all of a sudden within an hour, there's 
talks of strikes. You know, we got to get in there and, and get into a direct conflict with Iran. I think something needs to happen here. Um, obviously, there's been a hundred. I think I was reading there's 120 attacks since October 7th that have happened on um, servicemen and women throughout the region in the Middle East. But we, I don't think we can afford to get into a broader conflict unless we have to. But I don't, I don't think this is the point in, in the stage we need to be at. But I, I'd like your thoughts on that. I mean, would you have been with them saying, hey, let's let's start bombing? Because a couple of them were no, saying that. No, this is just this is really throwing uh, gasoline on a fire right now. And you have to be careful what you're saying, especially with somebody like Joe Biden at the helm, which is frightening. It's absolutely frightening right now to think what he could do. He's made so many missteps along the way and things need to we need to cool it and, and really take a look at what's happening and make our next step and be very decisive. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't have all the information in front yeah, of me. True. You and I are sitting here in Arizona and, and to, to sit here and tell you exactly what I would do as a senator. I don't have the information in front of me and I don't want to speak and say I would do this or I would do that. But what I would have been doing is calling out. All of these missteps by Joe Biden, which is destabilizing the globe. You know, what he did in Iran was one of the biggest missteps, I think, in foreign policy ever to all of a sudden be throwing billions of dollars, freeing up billions of dollars when we under President Trump had pretty much starved them of their money and the ability to continue to fund terror around the globe. And so um, I, I really really hope that they're cautious as they go forward, not throwing out words like bomb, 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 you yeah. know, all the things that you've heard. And, and and let's pause for a second and get this right, because we don't have a leader right now who's capable of, of obviously, of thinking things through. And so I don't want to sit here in Arizona and tell you exactly how I would vote because I don't have all the information in front of me. And I like to be a little more careful, especially when we're talking about putting our young men and women in harm's way. Okay, Carrie, um, the other big issue going on is the border and what's going on in Texas uh, and Texas standing up in 20, what, 24, 25 states joining in saying, hey, enough is enough. I, honestly, we should have done this. Remember when Ducey did the shipping container thing that cost 180 million or something? It was ridiculous. And then he took them down before Hobbs got in there. We kind of should have been in this position as Arizona about a year ago. But Texas is now doing it and standing up. Uh, is it time for you to go to Texas? I see the truckers are heading to Texas. What, give, give me your take on the border and what's going on. Well, I'm, I'm happy that they're doing something. This was my plan all along. I had my plan, which was called Defend Arizona. I came on your show a number of times. I'm sure, pretty sure we talked about yep, it. Yep. And it was calling for me on day one when I took my hand off the Bible to declare an invasion on our border. And we have a right, by the way, to do that as a sovereign state. When the guarantee clause of the United States Constitution is not being followed, which is our federal government protecting us from invasion, we have the right as states to protect our own border and our own citizens. And I wish that Governor Abbott would have acted sooner he could have acted uh, a couple of years ago. I'm glad he's acting now. We're never going to see that with Katie Hobbs in this state. She doesn't know what she's doing. And actually, she's for open borders, and she's okay with this invasion. So I support Texas 100%, and uh, I think they have to really push back against this tyrannical federal government, which is doing everything in its power for starters, to open the border. They took an incredible border policy that President Trump had implemented, which was keeping us safe. They pulled it back on day one, Joe Biden did, and now he's got his federal government, all these agencies aiding and abetting to continue this, to keep 
the flow of human beings being smuggled into our country, drugs being smuggled into our country, and we have an invasion. And uh, real in real short order, I know that President Trump will get busy on this when he gets back in office. He's going to have backup support from people like me in Washington, D.C., and we need to start the largest repatriation project. In order to save our homeland, we have to send these people, these 12 million plus people who poured in under this Biden invasion back to their homeland with the largest repatriation project. Yes, it's going to take a couple of years to find them all. We don't even know the numbers, Carrie. You know, we don't even know the true well, numbers. What, what since past few hey, months listen, been hey, close listen. to a million? They, they tracked down everybody who was within a 10 mile radius of Washington, D.C. on <laughs> January 6th. Yeah. Don't tell me they yeah. can't find these. No, people. good point. Well, they're they can't, they can't track them down. They tra- yeah, yeah. They're tracking down grandmas yeah, and grandpas right. and moms and dads and students who wanted to protest. Uh, you know, shady elections, yeah. and they're still tracking them down and and uh, giving them misery. I'm sure we can track down. Yeah, no, you, good point, Carrie. I, I kind of thought we should do like hands across the border down there, and then maybe we all step over to Mexico and come across and see if they let us back in. <laughs> we, <laughs> we we try something like that. Okay, let's talk about. I heard someone say, "I need a new phone. I need a uh, airline ticket. Maybe I just go across the border and come back in, and I'll get it." Yeah, you get more than that probably too. All right, uh, Carrie Lakes with us. Let's talk about what happened over the weekend with the GOP. Um, uh, you know, the state meeting, electing new leadership, obviously, and we'll get into the the tape from last week, Jeff Dewitt, that you had with uh, Jeff Dewitt on tape. Um, what happened? Uh, clearly, you had a new leadership coming. Gina, am I pronouncing right? Swoboda. Yes, Gina Swoboda is an incredible leader in election integrity. She's one of the national leaders in election integrity, and she's right here in Arizona. We're so lucky to have her. I will tell you that uh, Gina, uh, when when our election happened, which was so rigged, um, she actually was one of the people in the war room. And I will never forget, we're about five or six days into the war room right after the election, just of all that they did in our election, all that they did wrong. And that was fraudulent. And when I remember on the fifth or sixth day walking into the war room and a lot of people had left and Gina was still standing there. She's been there every step of the way. She knows we have to reform our elections or we won't have a country. She wants every legal vote to count. She understands the ins and outs of how the secretary of state's office works, the recorder's office. And she brings with her a lot of support and, and backup for for organizations that want to come in and help fund lawfare to stop the cheating before it happens. It's critical. She's incredible. And the beautiful thing about it is that she's going to help unify the Republican Party, truly unify it. The people are behind her. She's been around for so long and the grassroots loves her. The kind of more traditional Republicans respect her. And so I think she's going to unify the Republican Party, and we are well on our way to okay. having that happen. Not right a now. lot of time left, Carrie, as far as unifying, because we're in the heat of the election. Um, I got a text from Senator Rogers when the vote was happening, and you endorsed her. Trump endorsed her, obviously. And I, I think, the, what, two-thirds of the folks endorsed uh, Swoboda down there. Um, what do you think the yeah. attitude or the – because the media has been making a big huff about some people that booed you – up there because probably I don't know if it's the tape it was a, it. A beautiful, I, I get it here for straight from you the beautiful thing about Republicans is that we don't agree on everything yeah and there was a small but loud group that was rooting for the person who was running against 
Gina. Okay. And you know what? They have the right to do that. I've never, ever been for censorship. That's fine. I totally get it. It didn't hurt my feelings at all. This is a party meeting where you have a small group, very small group. I mean, Gina won in a landslide. That's big. That's big. 67% of, of the vote went to Gina. And, and, you know, I think even the people who were for Jim, Jim and Gina are really good friends. And, and Jim's a good man. And the people who were for Jim, who were upset, they even like Gina. So yeah. they're going to come around. They truly are. It's disgusting, though. We have the most disgusting media in the entire country <laughs> here in Arizona. They are, they're more worried about why I recorded this than what the contents of the recording was, which is we had a man running the Arizona Republican Party who was trying to bribe me to get me out of politics. The most popular Republican in the state who polling shows not only is uh, can win the Senate seat, this all-important Senate seat, the, the U.S. Senate majority runs through Arizona, but I can win it and win it in the general as well. And he's trying to bribe me out uh, from some powerful people back east. We need to root out corruption, whether it's in the Democrat Party or the Republican Party. We need to root it out. We need to send people to Washington, D.C., frankly, who Washington, D.C. doesn't want there. And that's why President Trump is perfect for the job because he can't be bribed and he can't be bought. I, look, and I, I'm thrilled. I, I, I'm thrilled that that Jeff has resigned and we have replaced him with an incredible leader who cares about election integrity and will bring this party together. Terry, I played the tape. I actually did a whole segment. I played the tape in its entirety. I was like, I want people to hear this because I think it was an insight into the sliminess that we know yeah. happens all the time. And uh, I've, I've had Jeff DeWitt on this program many times, and I didn't even realize it was him at first. And we got it like an hour before we're going on air. And it sounded like I was looking for like Dr. Evil or like uh, the Godfather with the cat in the beginning, you know, and it just sounded so slimy. But I, I hope it was a wake up call. I saw certain media outlets call them what they what you want. Um, running with it right off within two hours saying, oh, it's just all a big setup. I was like, did you listen to the words? Uh, and- setup? You know what? Let, let me just answer that. No, and I'm not saying that. No, let, let no, no I know. I'm yeah. answering it for anybody who hears that. Yeah, yeah. He showed, up, he showed up at my door. He gave me about a three or four minute warning that he's on his way over and he has to talk to me about something in person at my door. I said, no, it's not a good time. I'm very busy. No, no, no. It'll just take a few minutes. I have to do this. I can't talk about it on the phone. It has to be done in person. I don't know about you. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. Uh, And I, I just had a feeling I needed to record this in case there was a threat. I did. And I'm sure glad I did. Because we don't need people like that in our Republican Party. We are the Republican Party of we the people. And we do not need corrupt individuals at the helm. And and Gina's going to have her work cut out. I'm just glad we have somebody in there running it who will unify the party and will work to reform and make sure our elections are honest. It was clear. Yeah, it was clear as day when I heard it. And I said the same thing, Carrie, because I've had some business meetings in the past where a red flag went up and I was like, I got to record this. I mean, it doesn't happen yeah. often. And you've, I've heard you on other uh, outlets saying, hey, this is just, this was the first time I'd recorded him. And the only time I, am I putting words in your mouth or is that? No, that's actually, okay. uh, that's right. Okay. That's right. And, um, you know, it's, it's the, the law is, I didn't break any laws. You can do that, by the way. Oh, yeah. One party, it's a one party state. Yeah. I'm not an yeah. attorney. Neither. I don't think you are either. But yeah, as far as <laughs> I, I worked know. in journalism for yeah. a while. So yeah. I understand yeah. the law. You can't that. bug a place, but if you got it. 
you know, if you're recording yeah. in, in the state. So, no, there, there is nothing there. Okay, where do we go? I, as far as the party in Arizona, as far as the election, um, it could be a three-way race. It's a tight race. We all know it's going to be a tight race in Arizona. How do you win over the independents? How do you, honestly, you know, I'm, an, I'm actually, an independent now. I switched, you know, the, the Republican Party wasn't conservative enough for me anymore. Um, so I'm, I'm like a third told- of the people out there. I told a lot of, uh, of the folks on our team, that don't forget a lot of people who are independent now are just fed up with the corruption in the Republican Party and the corruption in the Uniparty. So a lot of independents are really folks who want to put America first. And there are people. I um, Polling shows I am the most popular Republican with independents. You've got to remember, Jeff, and I know you remember this. I was in the homes of all Arizonans for 27 years. Not just the homes of Republicans, not the homes of just Democrats, all Republicans, all Democrats, all independents. And all I want is to make sure that Arizona is a safe and secure state, that we have a safe border, that our economy is thriving for all families and individuals. I don't care if you're uh, a liberal. I want you to have a strong economy so that you prosper. And I want you to have safe streets that you can enjoy. And I want your children to go to school and get a proper education, one that actually gives them the skills they need to get the jobs that are out there. I think I have the most unifying message. The problem is the media is so, you know, President Trump called him the enemy of the people. And truly, I believe that. They want this corrupt system to continue. You can tell how they're handling this story. They want the corruption to continue. They know I will go in and root it out and their whole corrupt system will come crumbling down. So they don't want um, honest brokers in D.C., all right, Carrie. But we, but we do. Yeah, yeah. No, change needs to happen, and I, I hope it's just not too late. Um, Carrie, I always appreciate your time, and I wish you the best. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to more conversations as we get deeper into this. Let's do it. I will come on anytime. Absolutely. Anytime. Okay, we'll talk with you soon, Carrie. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Go ahead and send your comments in. Uh, I got Rob Wilson coming up here in just a second. Hang tight. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Rob Wilson with me. I was trying to get you in on with Carrie Lake there, but I, there's too many buttons. You know, it's like <laughs> glad we so get, complicated. Glad we, hey, we'll, we'll get that video posted on Rumble and on YouTube in a little while. If you're listening on you know 97.1, 107.9, or on the stream at TalkWithJeff.com, I'll get that up there. Those you know those get around pretty good now, so I'm trying to trying to do that as much as possible. And, and that was the the part of the interview I heard. It's a great interview. It's important people to hear that because yeah. you know there are, there are folks out there that are saying, well, why would she record things? My question is, why would people care if they're recorded, if they're above board and, and being honest and open about things? Especially so called leaders, right? Uh, yeah, I would or, hope. Or politicians and stuff. And yeah. If what you're saying can't be recorded, it's kind of like the old adage, if you wouldn't say it to your mother, don't say it to otherwise, you know? 
Yeah. And, and nowadays, I mean, you look, unless it's going to be like a mob like scenario where you all just take off your clothes and go in like a hot tub and a sauna or something. Um, you better assume you're being recorded nowadays. Look, I don't like the loss of privacy in the society, Rob. Right. I really don't that, um, you could be recording right now. I don't know. And Carrie said it's a one party state. I can, it is, yeah. you know, so you, you better assume that you better assume when you're in a meeting and chances are you aren't being, but if not, when you're talking on the phone, the government's probably dumping it in one of those big centers, right? The NSA, NSA right? NSA <laughs> is sucking it all up and yeah. putting a new data center so, for I future mean, use. Yeah, and I'm sure that that's all solar powered. Those are co- gobbling up tons of, of electricity, those they, they are. data centers. They are. Uh, huge, huge, huge amounts. One of their biggest problems is cooling because they're using so much power and yeah. all that power creates heat. All those computers and the fans yeah, and exactly. whatever they've, they've got. Yep. I heard that uh, with all the AI stuff and I've been using, I, I haven't done, I know you've done the AI on um, ChatGPT mm-hmm. 4.0. Yep. The 3.5 didn't really do it for me. It, didn't, it was kind of stupid. I tried yeah. it. That's the free one. Yeah. The 4.0 is amazing. I've been using the Bing one, which I think is Microsoft. Right. And it's, it's, it's working okay. It's, um, it's, it's amazing what it shoots out. But what I'm hearing is that these, with AI, the power expectations are, are, are ballooning. Oh, it's going to go exponentially yeah, larger yeah. because so everybody's solar? going to start relying on AI. Yeah. So maybe we'll just use solar and, yeah. uh, and wind to, to power all that stuff, right? Um, hey, I want to get to, in just a few minutes, this, these buses. Um, I was talking about the, and you got a thing here. <laughs> this is from the Flagstaff Unified School District um, encouraging, you know, people for kindergarten to sign up. When, when they do this, they do advertising for kids now? Uh, apparently. And I don't know why they're sending it to a 66 year old guy's house. <laughs> I, I, you, you got something I, you I need to tell taken, us? I could have taken that personally and said they think I need to go back to kindergarten. I'm not sure. Um, uh, Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I hear the numbers are down at these public schools. They should be. Look, I, I want to get to a point where the government schools are f- far less and that we're utilizing the ESAs and the tax credits and people are going to the school literature. I want to see a, a, a plethora of new schools prop up all over the place. Absolutely. And, so and I hope we get there. And the decentralization of the Department of Education. There's, oh, yeah. There, oh, oh, the federal side. Yeah, on yeah. the federal level, there should be no such thing. Yeah, I agree it's, with that. It's com- the, the founders would be so disappointed <laughs> to see that the, founders the federal government is, is deciding how and what we're going to educate our children on. Yeah. The, that, it's the last thing they would have wanted to see. The founders would be shocked on so many levels <laughs> at this point. Um, I want to fail them. Um, we need to hit on, and we'll do this when we come back, uh, hit on the escalation of, in the Middle East. And we're touching on this a little bit with Carrie Lake, the attack in Jordan. And, mm-hmm. you know, three of our brave, um, did it release the, the, the names? They have released the names, yes. Um, all, all, uh, I was going to say men and, and women. I don't, I don't know the... You know, it's, it is both men and women. Okay. Um, men and women who are serving over who are, are defending our ability to be here today on yeah. the radio and, and all the rights yeah. and things that we take for granted. Yeah, and three, three, three brave soldiers dead over there. Um, and, and quite frankly, I, I, I don't think this stuff, I think Kerry was right. This stuff wouldn't, didn't happen under Trump. And it's, it's a weakness that we're projecting throughout the world. Look, I don't want to go in and we'll get into this, Rob. I'll get your take on this. I, I, I don't think we should go into Iran anytime soon. I don't, I think that would be a disaster, but there, there are ways to do this and ways to take care of this so we can convey strength. Yeah, the, we're the most powerful nation in the world. We have been now for a couple of decades. Um, there are, we have so many tools that are at our, um, in our toolbox to yep. use besides uh, um, you know, dropping bombs and, and or shooting. conventional wars, yeah, or, yeah. conventional warfare. There yeah. are so many things that we can do. Um, and 
our elected leaders just don't want to do that for some reason. And it, it doesn't make any sense and to none me. None of this makes sense. Um, we've seen in the previous administration how financial impl- uh, impacts can really make a difference. Yeah. That's, hey, let's, well, let's, let's get into that. Let's get yep. into that when we come back and we've yep. got a lot more. Hey, I'd love to hear from you too. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, by the way, if you are one of the, I, I'm hearing and I got a couple emails today that the Veterans Home in Flagstaff, which was supposed to start taking veterans, uh, never did and that people were laid off, that they, the staff, they staffed up. I haven't verified it independently yet, but this, I'm hearing that the wow. staff's been laid off and any date that veterans are going to be able to stay in Northern Arizona is, is, is unknown at this point. No, it's never been used. Nobody's ever been there. They staffed up and then there's apparently people were laid off. I don't know wow. what the heck's going on. If you know, or if you're one of those employees or you got some kind of inside scoop, I want to research this and get into this more. It was actually on my list before this For hit sure. today. Uh, send an email, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Okay. You get a rock ship in your windshield. Call my good friends at Diamond Auto Glass. Uh, they're going to take care of you real quick before this thing spreads the rest of your windshield. And we got storms coming, I guess. I guess it's supposed to another pattern of pineapple express. They called it or something, something. a bunch of moisture. So we'll see what happens. But those rock chips take care of them quick. Diamond auto glass, the best out there right on fourth street in Flagstaff. Uh, Here's their number. 928-779-4140. Or go to the difference is clear.com. Hang tight. More to come back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Rob Wilson's here with me. He's owner of Timberline Firearms and Training. So, uh, yeah, the big news last night: the three dead in uh, Jordan, U.S. Base Tower Twenty Two. Is that is this just a name? Is that yeah? They just give that, operating bases different kinds of names, and it's just an operating base. Where, um, where is this thing? It's middle south, nowhere, South Central Jordan. So it's about halfway between Iraq and Gaza, coincidentally in Jordan. Okay. And uh, so it would have been a great place to, to be a listing post. We, we never know for sure exactly what goes on in these, in these individual places. Yeah, yeah. They can be surveillance. They can be operate, you know, remote places to operate drones from, those kinds of things. We don't, don't know. Don't know. Yeah. What we do know is last night it was attacked by a drone. It was uh, the drone they believe came um, not necessarily from Iran, but was an Iranian supplied drone. Um, that drone snuck in because a drone they had launched from the base was on its way back. So they had let down their defenses oh. to get that drone back in, the U.S. drone. And it killed three people. 30 other people's plus, plus were injured. Eight mm-hmm. of them had to be evacuated. Uh, you know, serious, again, esca- I don't know if you can say escalation because these attacks have been going on for months now. Yeah, I've read 100. Um, over the I misspoke with Carrie Lake. I said 120. It's I'm reading 160 times. That's that's what the number I've found in the Middle East since October. So since since, since Hamas t- attacked yeah. um, uh, Israel, right? And so 160 times. Uh, and it, I, I saw a picture of the drone. I mean, it looks like a knockoff of the U.S. Predator 
drone. I'm sure it's not as very likely. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's advanced enough to do what serious, it did. Serious, serious damage. Yeah, yeah. And, and killed people. Killed three U.S. Army soldiers. Um, part of an engineering battalion. So <sighs> they're they're the kind of folks that build these bases and and, and build the infrastructure and stuff yeah. to support them. Yeah. Um, they were asleep in, <sighs> the, in their barracks or their their sleeping Sucks. quarters when it hit. Um, killed all three of them. Hmm. And you got to wonder. So. Somebody launched that drone. What was the intent of launching that drone? Um, if if you're a you know terrorist organization, state sponsored by Iran, you're probably taking orders from Iran. So why is Iran telling these folks to launch these drone attacks against U.S. military installations in other countries? Mm-hmm. What is the what, what's their end game for this? Well, what what's, is what's what is goal? the end game? And what, what are they going to? Uh, yeah, it's like it's how, how long do you poke this bear? Yeah, exactly. And look, I'm not, I'm not, I, look, I, I don't want us to be an isolationist or, uh, you know, an isolationist as a, as a nation or anything like that. Um, but I, I, I did take note of the senators that came out right away saying direct attacks on Iran now. We need to go do this. Isn't there a way? We have a very, very capable military. Oh, our, sure. our leadership isn't too capable, obviously. Um, I'm talking the president who's the, the head guy there. But, um, they they could do things. I mean, look at look at with uh, Syria. Was it in Syria that Suleimani guy, the Iranian guy? Did they get him in Syria, or did they no, actually that get him in, uh, in Iraq? That was a, that was in Iraq. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, but there's all kinds of special teams that could go do things that need to be done to take care of this situation if the president had the cojones to to do it. Short of going in and starting a car- carpet bomb Iran and, and leading to a bigger worldwide conflagration. Well, and I think that's the problem that we've been seeing. You know, you said 160 attacks. A lot yeah. of these attacks have been coming out of Yemen um, into, you know, towards ships in the Red Sea. Yeah. A lot of them have been coming from Iran and uh, not Iran, Iraq, um, from the, the, the militia groups that are there. The fact that they're getting away with it, the fact that there hasn't been any kind of a consequence, any, any real consequence to it is the problem. Yeah. And that's, I think, where we need to start the focus. Trying to attack uh, Iran in res- as a result of this, uh, where where would you suggest they start? Yeah, bomb the capital. Well, yeah, what do you do? I mean, come on, let's get serious here. Well, and um, I the- I've heard we have a very there's a very young population in Iran that can't stand the Iranian uh, mullahs in the government anyway. It's like the, the I don't the, you you've probably got allies there, and the last thing I think you want to do at this point is start just blowing things up because. There's a young population that maybe we could get some change there at some point. Uh, the, and I and, hope. And an older generation. The, 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 that remembers. The, the, yeah, the probably yeah. 60 plus year old folks that were, um, you know, professionals and politicians and things in a country that isn't anything like it is today. Yeah, prior to like 80 or whenever the, the right. hostage you know, situation happened under, right. under Carter. So you've, got, you've got the ingredients necessary already in the country of Iran if they're properly you know mixed and and and, yeah. and put together yeah um and you're right starting a carpet bomb them would be would have just the opposite no and it hasn't worked i mean look at 20 years in afghanistan what, what a tragedy there yeah you know and how that ended under biden's <laughs> disastrous Jeez. withdrawal i mean it, it seems like a million years ago but that wasn't that long ago right no nope. what you mentioned uh rob iraq um what is the status there? Because you never hear. Remember, we, we spent some time there, right? Remember everything that happened just there. Just a few years. You and, don't hear uh, anything anymore. I, we still have a, a trillion dollars. We still have a presence there, right? Is oh, that? Yeah. I mean, is that green zone still there and all that? And you mentioned uh, rebels there. I thought that area was all taken care of, but now there's stuff coming out of there. 
Well, when President Trump took office, um, you know, he he made it a goal to immediately attack ISIS. He, he said, let's take the gloves off. Yeah. If you find an ISIS target someplace, you got the green light from me. And that's what we did for a number of months and, and really um, impacted that terrorist organization's ability to operate. But we couldn't cut the head off completely. It's, it's too spread out. That's the problem with fighting. Um, th- this is as unconventional in warfare as there ever has been. Mm-hmm. You're fighting an enemy that doesn't have a capital, doesn't have a uniform, doesn't have a unified leader any place, um, doesn't have organized supply chains, doesn't have any of the things that in the past militaries used as tools to attack their opponents. Um, so we've kept lots of stations um, partially operational over there at minimum staffing kinds of levels, oftentimes with special ops guys and the and gals and the folks that, you know, the engineers, the, the support staff to keep them going along with intelligence gathering. Mm. So there's there's groups of, you know, a couple of 30 or 40 or maybe a couple of hundred U.S. service members and contractors all over the place in Iran not in Iran, in Iraq, Iraq. excuse me, um, in Jordan and oh, other around places. The world. Around yeah. the world, right? Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. Um, and all of them are at risk yeah. all the time. Yeah, so it's, not it's, just, it's, not, it's also support staff, like you said, all the people that are going over there. Right. So many. But the bottom line is that area is so heavily surveilled right now with satellites and other systems that we know where that cruise missile must have come from or that, that drone must have come from. We, we've got to know that. You trace that back and, and and you pound the crap out of that place. Yeah, that's where it came from. Start making those people that are being convinced right now to launch these little drone attacks and these uh, the the attacks from Yemen. Um, start making those people realize it's really unhealthy to do that because the moment you do, um, hell rains down. A whole from bunch the skies. of people start disappearing and, and yeah, bad stuff happens. There's no consequences right now. Right that there we isn't. know of. I mean, I'm not hearing of anything. No. No. So it's, it's such an incompetent you know, president. It's, it's, it's astounding. We, we, we made a big deal out of, oh, the, the, you know, several members of the European Union and the U.S. attacked, you know, bases in Yemen because of all these attacks that are going on in the Red Sea from, from Yemen um, against the shipping there. Okay, so, you know, the U.K. and the U.S., we sent in our best. We, we launched cruise missiles off submarines to, to participate. And that's close to my heart. Um, yeah. But what happened? Nothing. The next week, the, the attacks continued on, maybe even increased. So we attacked more. Then what? Still more. Still more. It's not stopping. It, it yeah. isn't stopping. And, and, and this measured response thing, is I, I think, is what's getting us in trouble. I agree there needs to be a measured response. But the, the persons doing that measuring are obviously miscalculating severely. They suck. Yeah, they, they, don't know they need to, yeah. <laughs> you know, if it, if it says you need a, a teaspoon of salt, go ahead and put a pound on it because it's not working right now. Well, that used to be the, what's our counter response here? It's got to be really measured. And, you know, I, my take on it is, and I, I don't know this stuff. I'm armchair core. I, I've, I'm not a military guy, obviously, but you think you'd want to, Hey, it's going to be a three times, 10 times as more painful than what you just inflicted. Well, right. I mean, you got it. You got to hit them. Look at Israel and Gaza right now. Yeah. Uh, Israel has said, we are not going to put up with this anymore. Yeah. And they've taken the gloves off and take they it said, off. Yeah. It, it's, it's over. We're not going to put up with this. We're not playing games. Every tunnel, every warehouse, every storage facility, every, any place you're hiding, we're coming to get you. You're yeah. going away. We're taking all of your stuff to attack us with, and it's going away because we're just not going to live like this yeah. anymore. But there's got to be ways to do it that don't, 
start a World War Three scenario. Exactly. And that's with Biden there. Here's what, here's what worries me. And then anyone's got comments on this. I know Olivia is always gathering up comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com or text 877-9713-971. I worry that these politicians, Biden and, and the gang, it's an election year. So a big way to take people's minds off all of the troubles in this country, you know, sure. the what close to a million that have come across the border in the past few months, the, the border um, um, uh, controversy and, you know, Texas standing up in other states, the economic issues is the impeachment is, issue, the, the impeachment. impeachment yeah, the, you, you name it. Yeah. And is, is to get the country on a war footing. Right. Right. Get it to distract them with with a war footing. Um, and, I, you know, if it, if it needs to come to that, it needs to come to that. But um, I, I don't think we're there. I think this can I think this can be handled in a much, a much better way going forward. Well, we started this conversation. Well, what's the point of all these all these poking the bear? Yeah. Things from that, Iran. That, and place, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why do they keep poking us? And I fear their reasoning is they're looking for a big enough response from us to justify them doing something we've never seen them do before. True. Very well could be true. And the Ayatollah is just itching for a reason to use a nuke if they have one. Um, And a big enough response from us might be the justification they're looking for. So they're poking that bear waiting for us to to really blow up so they can say, well, we had no choice. We had to do it. Maybe. Yeah. And then you look at the situation with Ukraine. Right. Yeah. And it's like that's kind of dropped off the burner, although we're still dealing with Biden and trying to bribe uh, the House to in order to fund in order for us to have a border. border. Yeah, yeah, we we can't have a border unless we send money to, you, you know, more money to Ukraine and wherever they want. Well, no, I they're two separate things completely fix the border. I don't you, you stop trying to. Bri- what do they actually think of the American, you know, the general population, these. That these these politicians naive, yeah, that, and that we're that unworthy. It's like, Oh no, screw you. You don't get a border. They can just come on and do whatever they want. Right. You know, unless I get what using that as it's like hostage techniques here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They're, it's they're sick holding us hostage is. to the border. Uh, by the way, I got um, tomorrow. Uh, Congressman Biggs will be on to talk about this. Oh, great. He's, he's on fire on this one. So I'm tomorrow's bad. show, probably, yeah. probably in be. the first hour, maybe second hour It'll be during the first or the second hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sure. Uh, hey, if you need an, uh, your heaters out, I think there's more cold weather returning. Call Gettles High Desert Mechanical, family-owned company. Been doing this for many, many decades. They also do plumbing. Gettles High Desert Mechanical, in the Prescott area, University Valley, Flagstaff area. They'll come and service your heater just like they've done for Angela and I. Excellent work. Um, they're, they're always fair with us. Really appreciate everything they've done to keep our system, our old system running, I might add. 928-567-2200. That's 928-567-2200. Or go online, gettleshdm.com. G-O-E-T-T-L-S, gettleshdm.com. All right, more to come. Don't go anywhere. Back in a minute with Rob Wilson. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show 
Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Check them out. Get some great food. Tomorrow's Taco Tuesday, and they have those specials going on uh, all day long. Uh, don't forget about Wing Wednesday and Sliders on Thursday. Sportsman's Bar and Grill voted best sports bar in Flagstaff, just north of downtown Flag, but it's kind of out of that area. So you got plenty of parking there, yep. which is really important. Huge parking up there. A lot of and four dollar menu. Uh, great soups. Um, I love getting their their pizzoli. They've got chowder. I think that's on Fridays. Plus, always got great drink specials. Check them out. Sportsman's Bar. And grill. Where, where was that? Connecticut, Rob? It is. Stamford, Connecticut. Oh, uh, yeah, that one's always got. That's just outside of uh, New York City, basically. It's like it, a it suburb. Is basically, it's, right? it, it's I mean, ironic it's, how these kinds of things tend to always too. come from those locations. Yeah. What, what are they doing? What's the genius idea? So the, the school board in Stamford, Connecticut had a board meeting and they said, you know, we've got a 181 day school year and <laughs> that's just too long. <laughs> we, we, we've got to do something about that because I, I don't know. Teachers need more time off or I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Anyway, they said, so Guaranteed. how about let's, let's take a look at some of these holidays. Maybe we should cancel some holidays. And so the school board voted five, three to cancel Columbus day as a federal holiday. Yeah, that's been a target a, for a long time as yeah. a school board holiday or a school yeah. holiday and veterans day. <laughs> Veterans Day on, on the, got to be kidding me. The, the same day that you know we're we're talking about the three service members that lost their life yeah. over in, in, in Jordan. In Jordan, yeah. Um, the school board says no. We we shouldn't have a holiday to honor the veterans that have fought and given their lives for this country. These um, people are so tone deaf and, and, and living in such a bubble. And and you know I think there's a large part of that is if if you look at it from the perspective, but what they don't want children to do is recognize that they should be respecting those veterans. They, they want to kind of eliminate that as, as a perspective from the, from the moment they're so young. So well, eliminating that holiday saying, no, they don't deserve any special recognition. Actually, you know, that's part of the American exceptionalism. That's where the imperialism. This is the imperialism. Uh, colonialism. Yes. Okay. There, there's people have been attacking Columbus day for a while. I, I, I'm fine with Columbus day. We should have Columbus day. If you want to have, um, indigenous, what, indigenous people don't do it on the same day. Right. I, I, I don't understand that it just creates conflict, but veterans day, even just from a, you should never cancel veterans day. But if they were just to say, well, let me think about this from a pure PR point, the ve- having veterans day, <laughs> you know, that's something that people on the left and right actually agree on in this country and in the center. Right. I mean, they were so stupid and tone deaf that they were just like, yeah, veterans day and thinking there's going to be no repercussions and that wouldn't annoy just about what 90% of the people idiotic. Yeah. And they're educating your kids, Rob. How many anti-veterans groups have we heard of? Yeah, in right. The country, yeah, you know? yeah. It's like all oh, those and evil veterans everywhere. Columbus Day, you see them in every other city council around the country, and they've been pushing for that for decades. Because it was the cool thing to do for yeah, a while. Yeah, it but was, it was. But can you imagine people showing up at these council meetings? I'm sure there was a huge demand. Yeah, we got to get rid of Veterans Day. What yeah. is it? Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. All right, we got some stuff on buses. I want to hit on these EV things uh. um, and how they're just sitting around. Uh, not working. Hey, Manchin, you know, he's talking about being president again. Is, he is. What's the shot of an independent being president? Uh, I don't know. It's getting a little late in the game. So hit on that next hour. Any comments, too? I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff stick at iCloud.com. Yes, yeah, stick with us. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hang tight. Back in just a few.
Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orb Show. Portions of the show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up The Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area. This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric and Lisa Boatner at Allstate Agency in Flagstaff. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, hour two of the show. Rob Wilson's here with me from Timberline Firearms and Training. Yes, I am. And if you missed my interview with Carrie Lake last hour, it'll be on Rumble and YouTube by any minute now. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Momentarily. Yes. If it's not there, just wait longer. Just it magic. will arrive by just 6 p.m. We'll get there. Yeah, I appreciate Carrie Lake. It's well worth listening to that. Cause, it is. Um, Great I didn't want to spend too much time in a DeWitt um, Lake recording because, okay, he's gone. And we know there's slimy politics going on. And there's some people that were like, oh, why'd she record it? And it's like, I could get that one because that was slimy. Well, you know, That was an I'm, insight into I'm what's really going on. I'm glad she did that. We, yeah. The more people that we can eliminate that are, are playing those games, the better. That was so, so bad. Good for her. Yeah, so, good for her. So, yeah. she And then the GOP leadership changed at the state um, priest, or not precinct, statewide meeting yep. this week, this week at Swoboda, yeah. who's apparently been working on like an election um, elections watchdog, uh, nonprofit right. position or, or whatever, and and work Which doing work at the legislature. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know if they're going to have time to get organized and raise the kind of money they need. I mean, here we are; it's it's almost February. I mean, presidential primary is coming up, and the preference election and whatever, and well, primary in August. I, and that's one a of the long things way to I go. Would ask Jeff Dewitt. Yeah, I'd say, hey, dude. You, you were you were behaving very badly. You know that there was no question in your mind that what you were doing wasn't ethical. And now look at the consequences of what you're going to do. There's going to be a whole bunch of people that maybe were considering making donations to the Republican Party that you've just lost their confidence with. Yeah. Well, they've said, well, why should I donate to them if that's the way they're behaving? I don't want to be part of that. Well, Lake mentioned that with the whole, um, you know, third of the state. The largest voter block is independence. Yeah. And I said to her, and I didn't know if she was aware of this, but I mean, I was a Republican for forever. Right. I'm involved with party politics. I've been to those, those state meetings plenty of times, <laughs> man. And um, I don't think she realized that I had switched from Republican to independent. And I let her know that, hey, they weren't conservative enough for me anymore. They weren't following what used to be true. Not all of them, because I know plenty of good Republicans. And they're like, right. I want to get the party back to where it is. But I felt like my course of action Fiscally, was... especially. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought my course of action as, as a Republican was, hey, guys, I'm leaving until you get this fixed. Because I'm not, I'm not putting into this anymore. Because look at the crap we're getting, especially from D.C. Yeah. So I'm an independent now. Now you got to woo me. You got to get, and you got to woo a lot of people to get elected to office in Arizona now, as far as the independents. Absolutely, and 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 that's a good formula. Actually, it shouldn't be just because I'm party voting a party line that that person gets elected every time. The fact yeah. that here in Arizona they've got to appeal to the moderate, independent, middle of the road people is what will hopefully steer us back towards a more effective government. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's get into this more. Plus, an independent for president. 
Is that going to happen finally? Everybody tells me all the time, we're going to have an independent. It's going to be a third party. We'll talk about that, plus some crazy electric bus stuff. And the Coconino County Recorders or the Election Office? Is the Election doing? Office. They're having some trouble getting uh, Republicans. They According are. According to Rob, I'll get you. Yeah. Let's break that one down in just a second. Hey, Kelly Broadus has a lot of resources. Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. Um, a lot of resources to help you sell your home for top dollar. Markets definitely changed. Um, it's it's and, and you need someone on your side that has the passion and the knowledge to get your home sold and who's going to put in a lot too that does you know, resources and, and advertisement and all that um she did she sold the house for tim by the way um and said that kelly's just such a strong negotiator and it was the third time that tim's used kelly brought us so why don't you call kim see what she can do for you get your home listed and then sold and get it sold quickly get get the money that you that you need to get out of there to move on to whatever you're doing next. Kelly brought us 888-446-5602. 888-446-5602. Or go online, get instant valuation of your of your home, uh, plus a lot more information at northernarizonafinehomes.com. Okay, I saw Manchin. He's, is he still Democrat or he switched to independent? He's, still, he did a cinema? he's still Democrat. Okay, so, so I don't get it how you could be still a Democrat. You're still like, hey, my, my toes over here still, and I know there's a problem and I'm really an independent and I'd like to run as an independent, but I'm still a Democrat. I mean, at least I disagree with a lot of Kirsten Cinema, but she at least said, that's it, I'm done, I'm leaving, I'm an independent. She has the integrity to say, I'm not playing the game yeah. of being a Democrat when I'm not a Democrat, when I don't agree with what the Democrats are doing. Democratic Party, I have to... I, I say Democrat by, Party. I got I, corrected by, I, I was in big trouble for saying Democrat Party. It's the Democrat. No, 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 a Democrat Party. party. Yeah, all right. I always say Democrat. You, you, can, you can send me a nasty email on that. <laughs> Please I, do. I hate saying Democratic Party. I, I, what, what is that? I mean, I, it seems their, 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 their primaries certainly aren't very Democratic. Uh, doesn't appear to be, no. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, it's just both, both the parties have frustrated me. I mean, the, the Democrat Party. Is, is hopeless beyond repair, quite frankly. There's, I still have some hope for the Republican Party that enough people step up and try to fix this thing, but the duopoly thing, uh, I don't know. I think I, yeah. if, if we could get a true independent that wasn't also a leftist, <laughs> because that's what it seems like we're getting. You got Kennedy, what is it, Kennedy? Yeah. He's, he's running Just as an independent, Kennedy. but he's got some crazy leftist uh, he's, tendencies. He's not electable. Yeah. He, I, he's just playing the game. Okay, Joe Manchin. Here's the dude that said the other day, he's been there for every spending bill. Remember during COVID, it was like $10 trillion? Oh, yeah. And then like like three months ago, he's like, yeah, I, I think we got a spending problem. It's like, really? This is the guy we want as president now? Yep. I don't Surprise. Know. I don't see it. Yeah, any chance? What do you see coming? Well- you know, you got to wonder. He's he's a Democrat who was elected in in West Virginia, a strongly Republican state. True. So, apparently, he knows how to communicate to voters that he might be doing what they want. Um, but I can't believe he could be very successful at it uh, in in a state level. Maybe on a national level, I, I don't see him as being electable either. So, well, and, and and this late in the game, how much money you got? Yeah. And ultimately, what's your organization? What, ultimately, what the people like Kennedy and Manchin end up doing is creating huge headaches for the two primary, the, the Republican and the Democratic candidates, because who are they going to suck more votes from? Um, what was the guy's name? George. Um, many, many elections, presidential election oh, cycles go. Ross Perot? Yeah, Ross Perot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Ross Perot. Man, um, he was right about a lot of things, though. He was. The giant sucking sound of NAFTA. Yeah. You know? 
he, taking he, away our jobs, manufacturing jobs. Absolutely. He, he was he was right on a lot of that, and that's why he got so many votes, and that's uh, unfortunately why you know the, the election didn't turn out the way it probably would have if he hadn't run. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing that these third-party candidates right now Spoilers. at the presidential level do is... Um, Spoilers. Th- yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't see it. I think that in this election cycle, the more likely path is someone emerges to replace Joe Biden. To, you know, so they're, we they're get gonna, to the national convention? Convention, yeah. That's what's going to happen. There's no... there. I. How could you put this guy back? And then there's only one of two people that you put there, right? Well, we keep hearing, you know, Michelle Obama and and we keep hearing Gavin Newsom. Yep. Right. Gavin Newsom's a disaster. Michelle Obama's a disaster. Um, I've heard Oprah Winfrey. But who the heck wants to go do this stuff when you're I mean, you, you look at it, and you say, well, look what happened to Trump. You well, know, yeah. do, I, do I really want to go do this and get in, into the slimy politics? Why would even Michelle Obama want to do? She had a pretty good life. I'd say a really good life. Yeah, why would you I, want you know, to mess with this stuff? They have mansions in the Northeast and Hawaii and, yeah, and maybe, D.C. And maybe then it's a mansion that has to be like, oh, I'm, I'm the Democrat that can pull in the independents because I'm from West Virginia and they put someone like him in. Um, I just, I, 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 I cannot fathom that they get to the convention and they're like, this is the guy. Yeah, he can't even talk. I mean, this is the guy. How could they do that? And how could anyone, no matter how much you hate Trump, Rob, how could they do? How how could you do that? I think it's a pretty sad commentary on us as a nation right now that the two people that are the most likely to end up being on the next ballot are the very best that we can produce to be potential president of the United States. Well, they have, and believe me, I'm taking Trump a million times over over uh, Biden. Uh, I'm yeah, there all the way. Yeah. But they have a combined age of like 160 something years old. I mean, I'm not being ageist here. I mean, Think but of come all the on. knowledge though. Think about it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, every year I get older now, yeah, but what I'm you, losing. You're, you're, you're 60s. Oh, okay, 60s. I, I was trying to be nice. I'm in yeah. my late 40s. And I'm like, you know, what's this problem that's developed? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty, yeah. in pretty good shape. You're in pretty good shape. Do I want to be president of the United States? Yeah. Heck no. No, you'd want to go fishing or riding a horse or something well, or I, you I know, mean, traveling. Because I love our country and because I want a president who is, is capable of dealing String with all together. of the consequences and things that might have to happen as a president, I wouldn't want even a 66-year-old me doing that. I, I, would, I would want, you oh, know. Rob, I'd take a 66-year-old you doing would, this well, over Biden any day. <laughs> Seriously. I, I think I might, I might be write you, do a better job than I that. I might you write, write you in. Okay, if, am I going to be able to write things in? Is, is, is the county okay? Talking about Coconino County. Now, we uh, hit this story pretty hard. The Federalists uh, hit it really hard. Yeah. The, you know, Coconino County subscribing. Only county in the state of Arizona subscribed to this outside group, the, the Alliance. It sounds like something with... I can picture like Jeff DeWitt there with the cat, like on the Godfather, yeah. you know, in the beginning and you know, I'm going to make an offer. I'm going to make an offer. I can't, you can't refuse. And then now I picture like the Alliance as some kind of James Bond like organization. Apparently, you know, the County's paying in to have this group help them with elections. You're like, well, why do I, why do we have an elections department, but whatever. And um, now though, they, Where'd you get this from? They're, they're, they're short on Republican volunteers. So, to, yeah, where'd to, you get this from? To, to run an election, we've got to have volunteers. We've all seen them at the polling places. And actually working on behalf of you during one of the election cycles, I saw um, a bunch of the election workers working in the elections warehouse where the actual counting was that's going right, on. That's right. So all of those people are volunteers. They, they do get paid. Um, but we need those people, and we, and ideally, we have about an equal distribution of Democrats, Republicans, and Independents 
um, participating as in those roles. They actually have names for them, like the inspector is the one in charge of the polling place. Oh, wow. And then they have a ballot judge who issues you your, your ballot. They have like a flag and stuff? I, I guess. They throw it down. Penalty. Yep. A provisional clerk that looks at conditions, you know. A marshal that keeps order in the polling place. So you could be mm. a marshal. Are they armed? Yeah. Um, special boards. <laughs> All of these That's things, all of these roles need to be filled along with the ones at the counting facility. Um, it pays two hundred and fifteen bucks if you if you spend a day at an election site. It's a long day. It's a it's a long day, but okay. you're, you know, my my motto has always been citizenship comes with responsibilities. And apparently, and, a, a, and a, a, I we need people pay. to step up and be responsible. Um, and you get paid for it. So how can you go wrong? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know it was a paid thing. I, Angela did the um, poll thing one one year, mm-hmm. like at the precinct. Yeah, it's like from six a.m. to. 8, 9 p.m. It was a long day, man. I, I really appreciate those people I, I think they break it out into shifts or something now. No, she, oh, they, they changed that? Because yeah. she had to stay the whole time. Yeah. Well, was, how many people do we want working 14 hours? Yeah, you know, yeah, that, what, what's true. the product of the 14 hour, 14th yeah. hour And work? especially you're the most tired at the end yeah. when it matters, when you're like transporting or, you know, sending <laughs> the stuff on up. So, okay, they short, they're looking for... Republicans? Yeah. The, um, in our county, there's more registered Democrats than there are Republicans. Um, so they're not having any problems getting the, the Democratic side of the... Democrat the, side. Filled. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to go on all day, I can yeah. tell. Um, but they do need some Republicans. So those of you that are Republicans or independents and would like to step up and be a little bit more active in your civic responsibilities, this is a great opportunity for you to do that. And I hope... you. I guess you can post this on your... On your um, board here but coconino.az.gov um become an election board worker okay i'll put it in the podcast notes yeah. so maybe i'll do a special article on it too if i'm not too lazy this week um yeah because you need to have a you're, you're supposed to have um equal amounts of the, the party right the workers so that way right. you have people overseeing you don't want all the democrats there well for instance or, when they're when or they're even trans- all the republicans yeah when they're transporting ballots so let's say you voted in page those ballots need to come to flagstaff well, once a ballot is marked, it's never supposed to be in the custody of a single person mm. because that single person could do nefarious things. No. And, you know, Shocking. not that that could ever happen. It shouldn't It shouldn't be transported, Rob. I, I talked to a guy last week on the in like hand count tour or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, what, why don't we just, why doesn't each precinct just hand count them real quick? And you have a Republican there, an independent, you have people watching, you have it on cameras. Mm-hmm. And then you just phone in. This is this is Rob from Precinct 19. We had, we had 200 to Trump. We had 200 to... Yeah. How, how hard is this instead of transporting it? What, what are we, what are we back in the 1800s? Well, you need the ballots as a reference regardless. Okay. We'll send them later to cross check, but well, I don't they still good. have to be transported by two people. Okay. Well, um, I'm, I'm saying that's fine, but why yeah. can't they just report this stuff? Like, you know, just they have, they have in some cases, I think we've gone kind of backwards in our County. Um, we were doing <laughs> that where there were modems connected to the machines in the um, polling places that would communicate that data over the phone lines yeah. to it's like dial up. Yeah. And now they're not doing that. Instead, they're doing something different. I think well, I, 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 I just, why do we got to make it so complicated? I'm just saying that they're, they're in each precinct, how many people are there? A few hundred that come um, and vote of thousand. Let's say a thousand. Okay. I mean, how of, hard of which is it? 30% vote. How hard is it to just, yeah, just, just to just count them up and to just say, okay. I don't understand why we just don't have. And I kind of like the idea that the guy gave last week. Um, 
why we just don't have a election day is, is it, yeah, it's, it's just a holiday, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you're not getting paid for it or anything. Well, we can replace Veterans Day with election yeah, day, right? Yeah, and Rob's just kidding about that. There's some kooky Connecticut school board that said we got to get rid of Veterans Day. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just crazy. But let's just, let's just figure out some weird holiday we don't need anymore. You know, some other one. Not Veterans Day, but something no. else. I don't know. You you pick one. I mean, there's so many that that and and we just we all go vote and then you just hand count them that day. It's just one day. It's yep. no more early ballots. I I just I know we're not going there, but it seems like it fixed so many of our problems. And everybody, we don't have to focus on this six week long election that starts with the mail in ballots and then oh remember that you got your ballot there and send it in. It's like and I, ballot harvesting and all ballot the other harvesting. That go on. It's just like it, it's the system's so rigged. It's just. Just make it simple because simple will fail less than complex and complicated. Always, always, always. And, and we need to have the, the confidence in our election systems that the integrity is there or, or what's the point of any of this? Yeah. And I don't need a county recorder to subscribe to some service, you know, that, that has left leaning ties and, you know that that that's getting money well, from from leaning tie. Oh, the organization. Yeah, the, you're you about the county recorder. No, no, the organization. That the alliance I'm talking about. Our, our county recorder has very strong left leaning well, ties. Well, I don't even know why we have partisan. Why we have people getting elected as Democrat or Republican for recorder or right. for judge or right. for sheriff. I mean, I, I just I can figure out where they they're not there to be partisan. They're well, yeah. there to be nonpartisan. Those roles should be absolutely nonpartisan. They can all come on the show within within five minutes of them talking. You're going to know where they land without a, a party identi- identification. By no them. question. You know, there's a bill down at the legislature to make the school board races partisan, like statewide. You know, right now it's that just benefits us. How? I, the, the, the one who's pushing it saying that it benefits us because we know where they stand. It's like, I know where they stand when they, as soon as you hear or see the literature, yeah, they've you can got a tell platform. where they, they've got a website. Do some dang research instead of just having an R or D next to your name. Oh. Actually take more than three minutes to look, look, the Super Bowl's coming up and you know, the, the, what's the singer Taylor Swift. It's like that team had to go and I got to see Taylor Swift, you know, oh. at, at mentioned at the Super Bowl 500 times, I was but people know wouldn't even bring her up. I know. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just... But, but the whole thing is like, you know, more about that than people can't spend, you know, the only way they can identify who to vote for is, is if there's a D or an R, you can't take a minute to read about them or five minutes to do a, a search well, online or have AI do it for you. We need some set, energy. Every registered voter gets the information pamphlet in the mail. I know. There's a take it in the bathroom when you go. Yeah, sit down and read for a few minutes. Jeez, there's a picture there. What and else everything. are you going to do? If they didn't get their picture submitted in time, that's a sign. You know, usually. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Not a very good administrator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're supposed to administrate this huge budget. All right, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, hey, few. Um, Where'd I go here? I lost myself. Oh, American Trailer. Right out by you, Rob. American Trailer Company. Great place. Great place. Uh, Family-run company. Veteran-owned company as well. Uh, no city sales tax. You don't have city sales that, tax either. That's correct. Just 6.9%. You, you save money right off the you're bat. You're not in the city. So um, I bought a new dump trailer from American Trailer Company a few weeks ago. Um, I've used it some. I've got to use it a lot more starting this week because we're getting some fields ready for planting. Oh, that'll um, be fun. We're expanding our 
our hobby, I guess you'd say. The farm orbits. Yeah, I, I, I guess the way these people are running things, I'm going to need to. <laughs> you may need to bring yeah. up bushels of corn to Flagstaff and sell it. Anyway, American Trailer Company. I'm very happy. High quality. Uh, you don't have to go to Phoenix, and they're always trying to be around the same price. Sometimes lower than Phoenix as well. So you're anywhere in northern Arizona. Head on up to American Trailer Company north of Flagstaff, right there in '89. Uh, full inventory, and they got a huge yard of stuff out there. A lot, yeah, a lot yeah. of inventory. AmericanTrailerAZ.com. That's AmericanTrailerAZ.com. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. Getting hungry. I love a good steak. Rodeo, the Rodeo Steakhouse out in Williams, well worth a, a journey to Williams. I always love going out there. It's fun. So it's, it's, a, it's a fun town. It is. Um, good people. I love at the Rodeo Steakhouse, the ribs, the salt and pepper steak is really good as well. 950 North Grand Canyon Boulevard, uh, right there by the Ramada, Ramada Inn. Uh, you may want to, you know, they, it gets busy sometimes at dinner, so you can do a reservation if you want. Just Google the Rodeo Steakhouse, the Rodeo Steakhouse. You can make reservations. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. So you get a nice baked potato on the side. When you said ribs, I just got hungry. I love ribs. <laughs> I, I joke about this all the time. I'm a, I'm a big bib guy. Huh? Like, I would go there. I have no shame. I'd go to the Rodeo Steakhouse, and I, I'd wear the bib. You know, and I don't care what it's made of, and yep. I'll just go crazy. And you can look at me, and you can think, you can just judge. Go full animal, right? <laughs> you go can, full animal on you, those ribs. You can, you can judge all you want. Uh, Rob Wilson's here with me from Timberline Farms and Training. Um, you got you doing the the, the um, Valentine's Day thing this year again? Yeah, don't absolutely. you normally do the? Yeah, we you shoot a heart or something. You, you can come in and, and shoot a machine gun. Oh, is it the machine? And, yeah. and you, you got the heart target. Yep, and we we got special targets, and uh, everybody gets a rose. So, can you shoot the rose? No, no, no. We shoot targets. Hmm. We're a safe, responsible firearms facility that What's, does all the right. The rose going to emit some kind of like thorn shrapnel? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're a pain to clean up. Yeah, you'd probably be out there. Yeah, yeah. You tried it, didn't you? Uh, no. <laughs> Don't forget about that. Nor deny. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great um, Valentine's Day. I can't believe that's coming up already. Jeez. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Ex-IRS contractor sentenced to five years in prison for leaking the Trump tax records. Remember that one? I do. And I yeah. saw that story today. I wondered, does, what, how, does, how do you come up with five years? And, and um, what is the damage that was caused as a result of that? Um, yeah. And again, it kind of comes back to the, do we have any confidence in the, in the credibility of the organizations that our federal government, you know? So this guy apparently intentionally got hired in to a position where he would have access to this kind of information mm. and leaked not just President Trump's tax returns, but I guess 160 plus other people's, uh, high profile people's tax returns. And I remember, you know, when that first broke, Oh my God, you know, we got Trump's tax returns. He's, you know, we finally got him. We're going to, you know, we're going to show you all the evil yeah. things he did. Yeah. Oh, guess what? There well, aren't, there aren't any. What was there? Ever, he all followed that, the law. Yeah. Because and every, you never hear about it though. No, 
No, you never you, hear about. It. Well, remember just last week, he, he you know had uh, there's a red spot on his hand, and the headlines on on certain publications were Trump's got syphilis. I was like, oh, what, where did you come up with this? Uh, and just just on the other side here, just show you. Remember, um, remember when um, Russia invaded Ukraine? Right. The guy was dying of cancer. He was going to be dead yeah, in like oh, yeah. three months. Remember? That's right. And it's just like, there's never any follow-up. It's like, where did you get that? Where did you, how did, where was your source? And where's the consequence? For where's it? the consequence for just putting up headlines that, I mean, are you news? Or are you just like making stuff up? It sounds like we're making a lot of stuff up here. It's called clickbait. Oh. That's what it's all about. Maybe I need to get better. Maybe I need to get the better. The media at that. is much more interested in how many clicks they get yeah. than they are in, in the accuracy of what it is. That I don't they're know reporting. what we could clickbait today. We'll, we'll we'll try. Check out the Carrie Lake interview, though. That's a good. Um, one. Yeah, Rumble, um, YouTube, subscribe if you haven't done that. I appreciate everybody who has subscribed to the podcast and to the the YouTube channel, and especially Rumble. Rumble's been hitting pretty good. Uh, I've been enjoying that. So uh, let's see here. Uh, don't forget Diamond Auto Glass. Get a rock chip in your windshield. Remember to always call Diamond Auto Glass first. And just you can also just stop on by right there on 4th Street. Get the rock chip fixed quickly. Uh, Diamond Auto Glass, 928-779-4140. Great longtime sponsor. Great Northern Arizona company. I, I love all of our sponsors, they, including Rob. Rob as well. He's, I appreciate he's, that. He's one of the longest time sponsors. Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. The difference is clear.com. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Do you got a Taylor Swift thing? Are you reading that? Huh? Taylor Swift? Yeah. He's, he's trying to get the endorsement? Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, watching the Super Bowl, I'm telling you, you're going to see Taylor Swift oh God. all the time. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. You didn't have your headset on. You didn't even know we were back, did you? I did not. You caught it's me okay. off guard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so disappointed in us as a society that Taylor Swift has become such a... This is, I, I get it as as a as a musician. She is an extremely talented woman. Yeah. Um, I'm super impressed with, with what she does, but... We don't need to hear about what she and her boyfriend do or don't oh, do as a man. football game. And and now on you know national news here, they're saying that Biden's aides are dreaming of a Taylor Swift endorsement <laughs> sure. for the 2024 election. Doesn't he already have those votes? And, and they're hoping to lock down an endorsement. Um, Swift's aides have even floated, uh, well, in Swift, and his aides have even floated sending him to a stop on her record-setting concert tour. So you, <laughs> just, you, paid, you just paid $500 or whatever it cost for a, yeah. a ticket to go see Taylor Swift and onto the stage. Biden totters. Bumbling away. Yeah. Yeah. He's President. a Swifty, huh? I don't, know that. I, don't, yeah. I don't even know who, he probably doesn't know who she is. Um, is you see this one in, um, in Phoenix, not to change the mood to it. Dire stance here, but uh, on video, this is in Gilbert, actually. I just call it all Phoenix. Uh, some 37-year-old suspect tried to grab an Arizona fifth grader in broad daylight and kidnap her as she walked to school. It's on Daily Mail. Wow. And it shows a video. I watched this thing. 
gets out of the car and tries to, you know, she fought it off, got away. It's a broad daylight video. 10 year old girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah fifth grade. Yeah. Is that 10? Wow. Forget. Close. Yeah. Unbelievable. Got away though, at least. Good but, for her. Um, I struggle with this all the time with, you know, you have kids and you want, you, you don't want to be the helicopter parent and paranoid, you know, all the time. Like, you know, the kids want to walk down to the park. We're not too far from a park here. Right. And like, okay, stay together. Yeah. Here's the, here's your phone, you know, and, and but cross you, your fingers. Yeah. Nothing yeah. Happens. But you can't, you can't live in a life where you're making them fearful all, all the time. No. You know, like that's right with some of the schools, you know, they're going through the metal detectors and it's almost like a prison camp mentality. I'm like, I get why they're doing that, especially in some places. But I say, get your kids out of that. If you're having to go through razor wire. Right. To get to the school. Then uh, they're going to the time wrong to school. Get, yeah. Time uh, to get out of there. There are much bigger problems than the razor wire. Yeah. And, and those problems are the ones that we need to be focusing on. Speaking of school. Okay. Um, we talked about this last week, Rob. The buses. <laughs> now, my good friends at the Flagstaff Unified School District. You ever watch one of these board meetings? You're I just like I've tried a couple of times a few years back. Oh man! Wow, it's painful. You're the, just like, is this like board meetings in general, city council meetings, things like that? And, and I'm on the Planning and Zoning Commission, so I'm, yeah. I'm guilty of, of being part of the <laughs> what makes it painful to watch these things. But man, the school yeah, board meetings—they're kind of a whole new level. Yeah, you're watching because I don't think anyone's watching really. But once in a while, I'll get a video, and I'm unfortunately like, nobody's watching it. More yeah, that's, people should that's because true. then maybe they wouldn't get away with. Yeah, what they look, do. look, watch one of your if you're if you got a if you're in a school, you got a school board. I mean, right? Your public it, school, yeah. charter school. Watch one of the meetings, and you you'll probably come away saying, "My kids are getting educated." Those here. are the really? people that are making the decisions it's, it's on how like, to educate my child. Like That's what you will think. Bad to Saturday Night Live spoof from the eighties. Yeah. Anyway, they had this meeting about the the buses, so they're taking the grant money. I told you about this last week. Mm-hmm. They're taking the grant money from the feds. From this is cinemas, baby. The infrastructure deal is like one point two trillion of borrowed money that we don't have. As a nation. Being given away for pet projects. Pet projects, and not to mention the Inflation Reduction Act, which was just the Green New Deal. Yeah. Just all this money being given away. So they got all this money for these electric buses, EV buses. Mm -hmm. And I I broke down the numbers last week. It was hard for me to find exact figures, but like a diesel bus was like a hundred grand, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, regular yellow school bus. Yep. Uh, The electric one was like 400. Yeah. Four to 500. So four to five fold increase in costs. And the school districts have to come up with a match for it to get the federal money, right? So then the infrastructure deal money kicks in. Did you see some of those articles out there about the buses? And and it isn't (laughs) just school buses. It's the city municipal buses buses and things like that where um, entire fleets of buses have been idled because of a lack of parts because they they won't perform the uh, on the uh, ranges that they need yeah um, just a host of problems yeah and all of these things are being pushed by the federal government with like you mentioned it, it it's grant money that's funding this stuff because it doesn't make sense if you have to pay for it yourself that's the bottom line if you have to get a federal grant for it chances are it's not that important because you can't convince people to pay for it otherwise that's what it is if it's important enough to your local constituents they will pay for it but if you're having to go out and get grants and buy these silly gas electric buses yep. that we know are going to have a very limited lifespan. I mean, some of the school buses I was riding on, well, you know, when I wasn't walking through the snow. And all, <laughs> both, uh, both ways uphill. I, I, I know some of those buses were, you know, 10, 15, 20 years old and, and still functioning. You're, you're, you know, just driving kids around. The thing keeps going. I mean, they do. But these electric ones, guaranteed. Five years from now, the battery's gone. And then it's not worth replacing. Yep. I couldn't even imagine because I know just talking with Bruce Sidlinger, like the Tesla, the amount of 
I can't remember, but he said like the, ca- the car was 6,000 pounds. Like yeah. two of it was car and four of it was batteries. Yeah. Something like that. So imagine a bus that's hauling, uh, how many kids are on a bus? 50 kids, 60 yeah. kids, whatever. And it's a big bus, a uh, lot of weight. I mean, could you imagine the, the, the sheer volume of batteries we're talking here to keep that to thing rolling? That thing? Yeah. 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 And then. And, and guess what? They're lithium batteries. Yeah. So digging and, and, this stuff up. A, a spark. Um, in the wrong spot and all of a sudden they flame on and there is no way to put out a lithium fire. The only thing you do is let it burn itself out. Yeah. And a bus would take, that would take a while. Um, what they're finding though, is that these buses are sitting, there was one, um, township somewhere. I can't remember where, where it was that had a lot of these buses, these EVs they bought like in 2017, 2018 North or whatever. Carolina somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they got a lot of them. They were spending a fortune on each one because these are the big city buses. So they're a little fancier than the yellow school buses. I don't know if they've seat, they do seat belts now. I don't think so. They should. I mean, I would, I would say, give me a diesel bus with some seat belts, you know, do that upgrade first. That might be more beneficial buses, but these buses are sitting. And apparently the company that was building them had like a corner on the market. It was like 40% of the market. It started with a K. I think. Yeah. Um, and you know, no, it was P. Uh, I can't P? remember the name of the company, K. but you know why? You know who Secretary Granholm is, the dire- director of the yeah, Wasn't she of, involved with that? She was on the board of directors. <laughs> she was on the board of directors and sold all of her stock in that company just before she took office. And made then, millions of dollars of profit from but it. But then the company went broke. And then they went bankrupt. Yeah, they're, they're bankrupt. So what's happened is, and this is the challenge I've had with these startups and these electric companies is I'm pretty sure Tesla's going to be around, but you start working down the chain from there. I remember when the gas cars were, were coming online mm-hmm. back in the, what, early 19, there was, there was tons of, 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 of manufacturers. Sure. And then it wind up consolidating to just a few of the, yep. the, big, the three, big three, was, essentially. Yeah. Right. And I'm like thinking that most of these car, these EV manufacturers, whether it be bus or, or cars, they're going to be gone and you're going to be stuck with this thing. And you, when I get a car, I don't know. Maybe I'm old school. I expect to have the thing for 20 years. That's reasonable. I'm I'm probably, I mean, I got a 20 year Tahoe. Mm -hmm. I've got a 18 year old, 18 year old, um, Titan. Mm -hmm. I got a 94 Jeep. They all still work. I can still get parts from, I can still fix them. Right. I don't think that's going to be the case. They're not in a landfill somewhere rotting. Yeah. And then is, is the EV company in the case with these buses is they're, they're bankrupt. And then these people have these multi-million dollar fleets of EV buses just sitting there. They should have just bought a diesel. Yep. And we and we've seen things like Solyndra where all of a sudden oh, yeah. the, you know, the federal government Obama's propped deal. it up forever and then oh bankrupt. Now everything they have built is is in, unserviceable. Yeah. A lot of folks here in Flagstaff, you, you see the um windstream uh, uh uh, turbine generators, the, um, oh, like the, the, the windmills. The yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a company Skystream. What was the name of the company? Something here? stream. In we don't know. Staff. They, it, they were real popular company doing really well. They, for a while they were <clears throat> right on the top of things, but now they've been bankrupt. They, they went out of business. They're gone. Um, so all the parts for those things How you service them, yeah. are unavailable. Yeah. So yeah. you spent all that money to build this post and put this big turbine generator on top of this post and you can't get parts for it. Look, I, I, here's what I would tell the school board, Flagstaff school board. And maybe they already took it. Maybe it's already a done deal. Don't, first of all, don't waste your money on it. I know it's, 
I know the argument is if we don't take it, somebody else will, and we're only putting in, I don't know what the match is. We're putting in a dollar and we get 10, whatever. I, I don't know those numbers. It's not worth it. It's a showpiece. I know you're going to feel good about yourself. You actually think you're saving the world. You're not. You're not doing anything other than getting a really expensive paperweight down down the road. Put the money into your existing diesel fleet. Yeah. Or better yet, try to get the high school kids that have no bus service anymore, and they're riding on the city bus with who knows who. Not just high school. I don't think. I think it's... Is it the middle too? I can't remember yeah. now. But whatever the case, you know, and that's what happened at the beginning of the year here, the high school kids at least, maybe even middle, yeah, that live in the city limits, they have no bus service anymore. If they need to take a bus, they're, they can get a bus pass with the city. Who knows who's on those buses? Exactly. This is, you don't let just some strength, you, you don't just stop at a bus stop with a yellow bus, you know, school bus and say, oh, everybody come on. Oh, you look okay. I mean, looks like you've been sleeping and, you know, <laughs> doing who knows what. And, you know, you look like you're intoxicated, you know, yeah. years come past, on. Years past, we wouldn't even let kids from other school, other age groups, right? So yeah, elementary yeah. kids rode together, middle yeah. school and high school kids rode together. There's a reason for this. There is. There's a reason for this. Safety of our children. Yeah. Where's the, where's the know, brain concept but hey i just i, I can envision these uh, kids waving at the bus going by as they have no bus you yeah. know the electric bus saying i wish i wish there was a bus for me yeah right so anyway i don't know we'll see what it's, happens we're gonna have a lot of i think we're gonna have a lot of pollution and a lot of buses just rotting away a lot of evs rotting away i think and and their batteries what, and, what, and their yeah all that toxicity Rob, i don't even know where to put my double a batteries what, what do you, there's a place supposedly like at the city landfill. There is. Yeah. What are we going to do? Drive my double A batteries out there. How many people are throwing them out, putting them in the garbage? Oh, almost everybody. Yeah. Almost every, and, and the toxicity of, of some of those lithium batteries and some of the other batteries, um, car batteries, you know, people are supposed to deal with those properly. Yeah. Let's, let's emphasize fixing those problems. Yeah. Think of how much that would improve things as opposed to creating a whole new one with an electric bus. Yeah, I agree. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. Let's see here. Who'd I miss? I, I feel like I scattered around a bit. Oh, my good friend, Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Um, she does a great job making sure people can get their homes refinanced. You know what else she's specializing in right now? And I, I think this is a, a good thing because I, I know a lot of you have gotten into the credit card trap. Um, I've been there. I mean, I've been honest about when you do a show every day, you share some of the tidbits of your life. There was a time where I, I just, this stereo right here, this yep. Emerson. I told you that story, right? I bought that on the Sears credit card and then I got That's in trouble right. because I kept buying crap. I was like 18, right? And they yep. send you all these offers. And you learn. And, but what's sad now is people are getting into the position of where they're using it for like food and necessities and consumables and things like that. Look, if you got into that for a short period and you, you grew that credit card debt, but you have a home, you've been in there for a few years, why don't you call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans? Because she can do a debt consolidation, do the whole thing together into one home mortgage loan, a lot lower interest rate. Give her a call. Here's the number, 928-310-6458. Uh, plus, if you're refinancing your home, if you're moving into a new home, she can help you there. First-time buyers, a lot of great programs out there that Kim Dawson can help you out with. Mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. Get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. 928-310-6458. 928-310-6458. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087BK number zero. 90242 Equal Housing Opportunity Subject to credit approval Terms and conditions May apply Hang tight Back in a minute
you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. Did you say $500 billion on electric school bus grants? $5 billion. $5 billion. Oh, five billion. The EPA is dedicated specifically to grants for electric school buses. Why don't we spend $5 billion on like, the kids that are on the bus like actually know how to read? They're, what a concept. <laughs> you know, it's like... What a concept. It's, it's so ridiculous. Bottom it's, line, if you got to get a grant for it, it's probably not important enough to the local constituents to have it happen in the no, first place. No, very, very true. And and all of our tax dollars, well, unfortunately, it's not tax dollars. It's it's, it's borrowed dollars. Yeah, that that's what the it majority is. of these grant things. Uh, it would be interesting to see if you took every grant out of the federal budget, how much over budget would we be then? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's crazy. Hey, I, I, I did some, uh, this past weekend, I was doing some um, organizing in the garage. So I had to buy some two by fours. I, I like to share with you my economic pulse, like when I see things, what I think is going on in the economy. Right. I could tell the housing market slowed down, at least for new construction, because I went to Home Depot for these. I got two by fours. The price was under three bucks. Are they under lock and key yet? No, they're not. That's, that's the electrical stuff, right? Yeah. But the two by fours were light and straight. And whenever that happens, it means they've been sitting for a while. Yep. When you got a housing boom, they are very, very heavy, which means they were just milled. They and they're haven't still had the time to dry out. Don't want to use them. You don't. And, dry, and what happens is they curve and stuff. I like to get them. You think, oh, I got a heavy two by four. Well, it's all that moisture is going to dry out. Yeah, it's going to be a light two by four, and it's probably going to be like a sled, like a ski or something. There you go. When you're all done, bowed. so that's my economic. For, I mean. The, the Bureau of Labor Statistics or whatever, whoever tracks this stuff could use that. I'll, I'll do it for a hundred grand a year. It, it would be interesting. Um, just the two by four reference. It's uh, two by four marker yeah. Or the yeah. And I, and I have the hollow, Halloween uh, reference as well. What kind of candy are you getting for Halloween? You're getting, uh, you're getting those little yellow peat. What are those things? Corn, corn, something. something, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or if you're getting like, like just straight up Tootsie Rolls, Probably depression, recession at least. Snickers. <laughs> you get whole candy bars, and, yeah. the economy's cranking. Or people are borrowing a lot of money. So oh, well. anyway, I'll get um, the link to Rob's request from the county to try to get some Republicans to go to the election. Well, anybody, actually. Anybody, but, but they're short but they're on. They're short on Republican um, volunteers that yeah. they need to run the elections. And it's it's a good way for you to play your role as a civic responsibility and you get paid for it. Yeah, you meet some people too. Yeah. Yeah, meet some people. You get to meet your neighbors because you're probably going to work on a precinct near oh, your yeah, yeah. house. I mean, 90% are getting mail-in ballots. So the eight people that come in, <laughs> right? I, you know, while I get a, a mail-in ballot, I don't use it. You bring I, it I, I intentionally go into the polling. I use it to mark up what I'm going to vote on. Then, and then I go to the polling place. And I use think that. It's, yeah. I, I, the I, new chairwoman of the, the Swoboda is her name yeah. of the Arizona Republican party. She's got voted on Saturday. Now they're encouraging people to vote, to vote early, to get it done. And uh-huh. this is the last election. I goes, wait, 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 wait. Problem with wait, wait, wait is election passes and then it's too late. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people didn't vote. So now the, the trend has been voter, um, you know, wait till election day. Now they're encouraging people vote as quick as possible. Get your ballot in as quick as possible, uh. which is probably a good idea rather than waiting. Yep. You know, and, and ultimately then, it probably is. But. Yeah, because something happens. You go there and car breaks down, kid gets sick. Or the it, politician it get, turns out to be dirty. That's true. That's why <laughs> it is good to wait because you get yeah. the last minute dirt. All right, Rod, don't forget about uh, Valentine's Day stuff going on at, at Timberline. Yep. Check that out. Don't forget about Timberline, just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Rob, 
come on out. We always, have, yep. always appreciate it. My pleasure. Take care. See you soon. See you all tomorrow. Uh, Congressman Biggs tomorrow. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of this show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up the Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area.